High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome, Catholics, Presbyterians, Baptists, and the non-denominational out there. Oh, and an extra special shout-out to the only Jewish girl in school. This is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the party's at my house this evening. But first, let's talk about your homework. It's your freshman year. Are those jitters still there? Are you getting adjusted yet? Are you the popular kid in the high school, slumber party high school? Or are you, you know, that outcast? Well, wherever you fall, I'm here for you. I'm here to guide you on your journey through the amazing canon, I suppose, or more, the amazing just library of high school films. Did you listen to last week's episode on Halloween? And did you rewatch Halloween? The original, the OG Halloween. I thought Dan and Autumn did an awesome job, and I was so happy to dip my toe into the horror genre. That genre that I'm so just not used to like experiencing. Believe it or not, I did not get a lot of exposure to horror films. And I thought Halloween was really awesome. I'm excited to explore more and more of them because there's so many great, I've been told, great high school Halloween films. And there's some really, really crazy ones where I read the plot and I'm like, do I really want to watch that? But we're going to go through all of them or as many as I have time for and I can until basically I have to tap out and you guys force me to retire. But don't worry, that won't be anytime soon. I can promise you that. So while I was promoting Halloween, I realized, and I can't believe I didn't say this on the podcast, that there's a Halloween movie coming out, like, this week or next week, and it has Jamie Lee Curtis. I might actually see it, because I'm super curious, like, to see what happens. I don't know, because I haven't seen, like, all nine million in between this one and the last one, but it's good to see Jamie Lee Curtis back in the Halloween franchise after, I think she's only been in like two or three of them. Glad to see that, though. By the way, did you watch the film Saved, our film today? If you haven't, definitely watch it. This is a sleeper film. This is actually a film that I really like that came out when I was in high school that I don't think gets a lot of love today, and my awesome guest, Erica Smith from Bus Magazine and all this other great stuff. She's just just an awesome writer. You want to check out her stuff on Bus because it's amazing. But Erica and I kind of dissect maybe why this film didn't get the uh, buzz 
it deserves, or at least the stay power it deserves now. And she has a really good theory, so you definitely, definitely want to listen to that. But before that, I made you guys a promise, and I want to keep my promise. I said I would read your comments on the air. Hey, remember, the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. Plus, we need to, you know, get through these comments. I promised, and we're going to deliver on that promise. Our first comment comes from Twitter, and it's from a friend of the program. You remember her from the Kissing Booth episodes, Shawnee Mead. And it was Mean Girls Day, October 3rd. You should know why it's October 3rd, because you should be a Mean Girls fan. Anyway, um, it was October 3rd, and I took a BuzzFeed quiz matching what my personality uh, is, I suppose, or I took a personality test and it told me which mean girl I was, okay? And I got Gretchen Wieners. I was a little surprised. I don't feel like a Gretchen, but apparently I'm a Gretchen. And Shawnee got Glenn Coco, which she commented and had an awesome Santa Claus gif or gif or whatever it's called. So thank you, Shawnee, for that comment, and that's pretty funny. Now we move over to Facebook. Let's see. Oh, I posted this on Instagram too, but um, I posted all, not all, but a good collection of my vinyl soundtracks of things, and Trevor Welke, or Welk, posted a nice little gif of Sylvester Stallone putting his hat backwards from the film Over the Top, a soundtrack I own. Not a high school film, but thought that was a funny, funny little picture thing there. Let's see. To all the boys I loved before got a lot of nice nice buzz and comments. Uh, let me pick one. Sarah Iman said, Love this movie. Couldn't stop laughing or crying. It was the best. I think there should be a number two. We agree, Sarah. We agree. Why don't we move to the gram, the Instagram. Let's see if anyone commented on Instagram. It's not a very commenty thing. Can you even comment on it? I have no idea. No, just a bunch of likes. And mentions. Hmm. Oh, I posted the uh, little picture that says Saved is going to come out on Friday, on Tuesday. And someone commented, Teresa Gabriel, this is awesome. Well, we hope you think so, Teresa, after you listen. We hope you think so. A lot of other cool, cool comments. Some of it were on our little uh, roller derby field trip. Speaking of which, thank you for coming out to the roller derby event we had in Yonkers. But a huge thank you to Queen Elizabeth II, our guest on the Whippet episode, and roller derby extraordinaire, and all the people behind Suburbia Roller Derby. We had a blast there. They treated us right. We were in the VIP section, front row, and got to see Suburbia Roller Derby dominate. Backyard bullies. So happy to be there. So thank you once again to Queen Elizabeth II and Suburbia Roller Derby. So I don't want to keep you too, too long because we got a movie to talk about. 2004's Saved. So I wanted to play... Mandy Moore and Michael Stipe's duet of God Only Knows, which is featured on this soundtrack. But guess what? This soundtrack is out of print, and you can't download it anywhere, and I couldn't rip it anywhere illegally even. You could listen to it on YouTube, but I don't know. 
So, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because it's the OG original, I leave you with the Beach Boys, God Only Knows. Class dismissed. God only knows what I'd be without you If you should ever leave me Though life would still go on, believe me The world could show nothing to me So what good would living do me? God only knows what I'd be without you Oh, um, I know you mentioned it while we were talking in email, but how was that uh, bus 25th anniversary? It was good, yeah. It was um, super crowded and fun, and they had a lot of different performances. That's cool. It was a House of Yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to go occasionally to House of Yes on the weekday, and uh, there was a weekday day night, right? Yeah, it was a Tuesday. Yeah, yep. so, <laughs> and I just... I remember staying there way too late a couple times mm-hmm. and earning the nickname at my office, the Glitter Queen. Oh my because gosh. I just, <laughs> you know, when you have glitter, you just can't get glitter out of yeah, it stays. out of anywhere, you know. And just I had glitter for like a good couple weeks. And yeah. <laughs> so apologies if I got my glitter anywhere that week. You'll know if you interacted with me then. So yeah. honestly, I've I've really super happy to have you on, Erica. You're somebody I really wanted to have on. Um, I've you. been reading your, your stuff for a while. You know, your entertainment stuff or your Week of Women stuff are all really great. And even when I started this podcast, I'm like, this is one person I really want to get on. So, so oh, thank you. Thanks for making the time. I really appreciate it. So um, on my podcast, we introduce ourselves a certain way by saying our name, our high school graduating class, and what the team's name was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm Erica Smith. I graduated from Heartland High School in Heartland, Michigan, class of 2008, and our mascot was the Eagles, which is the most common mascot <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> yeah, the Heartland Eagles. What's more yeah. American than that? That is like, <laughs> honestly, it's a relatively new podcast, but since I've done this podcast, the most American-sounding high school <laughs> ever. It is Heartland with an A and no E, so still, a little I mean, bit basic. Still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what what was Heartland High like and what was your high school experience like more? Yeah, so I went to like a fairly small town. It was around like 15,000 people, but our um high school was fairly big. It was about 2,000 people, about 500 people okay. in each grade. Um yeah, and it was it was very like <laughs> kind of suburban all-American in a way that I did not love but definitely football was a big thing um yeah so so you would say your high school experience is similar to the movies um a little bit I I mean maybe not your experience but the high school itself yeah I mean my school was a public school Mm -hmm. but I my hometown is a pretty conservative pretty religious area so definitely um not, Most, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool, because it's related to the subject. Yeah. Like, All oh, right, conservatism. <laughs> yeah, so there were, there were a couple mixes of different, you know, I mean, everyone was Christian, but some were Catholic, some were Lutheran, some were non-denominational, um, but definitely most people were 
popular Christian in my high school. So probably a different vibe than a high school in Brooklyn or something. Oh yeah, very <laughs> different. <laughs> when I first reached out to you, I asked you what movies you maybe want to do, and the first one you mentioned on your list was Saved, and I was like, wow, I haven't thought about Saved in a really long time. And I remember seeing it and liking it, and I'm so glad you brought it to my attention again, because it's it's something I did have on my list, but it's not you know, one of the ones that I was at the top of my list or anything, because really, because I just forgot about it. I, I probably saw it on some list of high school films when mm-hmm. I wrote down everything. So, I mean, why Saved? What, what did you, I mean, what made you pick Saved, I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I guess you had asked me what high school movies, um, and I was just kind of Googling, like, lists of high school movies as well, and then it was like, Saved, oh my gosh, I loved Saved, and I actually watched it in my Catholic youth group for the first nice. time when oh. I was probably <laughs> around 14. Yeah, I watched it, like, several times through high school and college, but it had been a while since I saw it, so I was kind of like, oh, I think it would be really fun to revisit this and see how well it holds up, um, and I think it really did hold up. Yeah, I was going to say, I really enjoyed it. I almost remembered nothing from this film. Mm-hmm. What, what did you call your group? Oh, like the youth group? Yeah, which is yeah. The youth group. Okay. It's just like a once a week Catholic teens hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. So, um, it's a pretty, uh, you know, open-minded group if you're watching Save. Well, so <laughs> here's the thing. Um, my Our youth minister, who was really... It's weird to think now, because when I was 14, he seemed pretty old, but he was early 20s. Mm. Um, <laughs> That's always weird, right? Yeah. Um, so one of my friends had suggested it, and he okayed it, but he did not pre-screen it. Uh, um, that but makes then, a lot more sense. <laughs> then once it started, he was kind of like, "I guess we'll just see this out, <laughs> and we can talk about it afterwards." But I do think it actually has, like, at the end, it kind of has a message that I think does fit in with Christianity. And yeah, and that's why this is an interesting film, right? Like, it's if you have an open mind, I think you're going to enjoy this film. Is it perfect? No, and there are moments, and we'll discuss them. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of these films that just bashes religion but it obviously doesn't okay everything either yeah which is nice um just my background i was never in youth group i thought i don't know why i just i felt like youth group was a little too clicky for me (laughs) (laughs) but i did teach ccd Mm -hmm. after which is like religious education for those who don't know uh after um i guess it was after college when i wasn't sure what i was doing yeah and, you know, it was a volunteer position. I'm like, I really like teaching kids and let me do this. And it was really, really tough because they really didn't care. But I was like, I'm just going to do it for a year. That's it. <laughs> and it, it was fun. But it was also like, again, very challenging. And, and that's really my own experience. Like, I, I grew up Catholic and I did, well, I didn't do all my commandments. I've never, I haven't been anointed Mm-hmm. You know, not command. What they call it? Uh, sacraments. sacraments yeah. <laughs> I'm getting rusty. Sorry, God. <laughs> so I haven't done all my sacraments. I, I'm not married, and I haven't, you know, the, you know, I haven't been given my last rites. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank God. But I did them all up to confirmation, and I feel like though, like there are like variations at in every church, right? Mm-hmm. And I did not grow up in the most strict Catholic. Yeah. church because i mean it wasn't anything like this how it's depicted american eagle high school here is that yeah which is yeah. a great name yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's perfect so if you guys haven't seen saved and i feel like um we must have gone to high school around the same time and because like again it came out when i was in high school as well so it was something that 
I saw, you saw, but I don't know if people who weren't in high school at that time saw it because it doesn't seem like it has carrying power beyond like the generation that it came out. Yeah, I think it's definitely like underrated and and even when I was looking online to see if I could like find any background on things there's not a lot of not a digital lot, presence yeah. of it. And I'd say it's a shame. Like this is a movie that definitely People need to see. Well, let's convince them of it. Yes. (laughs) So every week I read either the back of the VHS cover, the back Mm -hmm. of the DVD cover, or the recent Netflix films. Just read the one-line Netflix descriptions. uh, So the back of the DVD for Saved, and I I didn't have the DVD. I looked it up online. Um, Good girl Mary and her best friend Hilary Faye are at the top of the food chain at American Eagle Christian High School. But all that is about to change in the subversively funny teen comedy about hype, hypocrisy, and high school. Saved is a bold, hilarious satire. I didn't think that that was too great. You know, it doesn't really dive into it. But I think part of the reason why it didn't is I think they were, like, afraid of backlash, you know? Yeah. Christian backlash, probably. Yeah, my youth minister would not have put it on if it had a more (laughs) thorough summary. That's a really good point. (laughs) So let's get this stuff out of the way. Cast and crew, uh, director Brian Danley. I wasn't too familiar with him. It's the only couple notes I got that he based it on some of his own experiences um, at a Christian school. Um, Jenna Malone is a star, and I forgot about that. Like I thought this was a straight Amanda Moore movie, and I love Jenna Malone. So yeah, she's great. She is great in this, like, and she's usually good in whatever she does. On my previous podcast, P.S. I Love Hoffman, we really discovered her in The Hunger Games, mm-hmm. and she was also what other movie? Oh, she was in Cold Mountain too. But she is like she has a really underrated career. She's done yeah. a lot of great films, and she's been like she was a child star, so she's been acting for a long time. What was her main child movie that yeah like, and she was in bastard out of carolina was i think her breakout role that's cool. she was pretty young in jenna malone i'm gonna look that up quick because I, I was like oh and the, she's in donnie darko too i think donnie yeah. darko yeah so we're gonna see her a lot on this podcast because there are a lot of like high school films but uh my former co-host kyle always brings up her, like the childhood movie he really knew her from and i can't remember what it was now uh she's in contact um, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stepmom, of course. Step-mom. Oh yeah. It's not really a childhood movie, but this movie came out when we were kids, and my friend's a big Julia Roberts fan, so <laughs> that's what he always talks about. Yeah, and she's she's I think she still is great. So I, I really like Jenna Malone. Yeah, me too. Mentioned Mandy Moore. Now Mandy Moore is somebody who I always saw as like a pop singer, but really she has like quite the acting. Yeah, portfolio. I think around this time, like early two thousand, she was really moving from pop singing to being an actress and. I think, I feel like um, she's played a lot of, like, very wholesome, kind of treacly good girl characters, but I think she's so much fun in this movie and in Princess Diaries as well, where she's playing the bitch character. Yeah. She is so good at playing the mean girl. I was going to say, like, it reminded me of Princess Diaries, which I forgot she was in, and I'm like, wait, oh, yeah. And, like, we know her from Walk to Remember, and that's totally the opposite of this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll always remember. I think I think her dad's even a pastor and walk to remember. So I guess it's not yeah. that, but she's not as mean. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you're right, like Princess Diaries, she she's great at that. Like she's actually like in a lot of high school films and, and she pretty much kills it. Um we got Macaulay Culkin here, mm-hmm. which is I didn't remember that either. Yeah. I guess what do you think of his portrayal as Roland? Yeah, that was one of the notes where I feel like um I didn't really think twice about it then, but if it came out today I think there would be a lot of 
kind of controversy slash discourse about it. Just um, I know there's a really big like move and discussion over having, you know, actors who have disabilities play characters with disabilities because there are so few roles for actors who have disabilities that to give it to an actor who does not have a disability is really taking an opportunity away from someone. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Like you said, it was not something I thought of at all. I remember that there was um, somebody in a wheelchair. I did not remember that it was Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. But I like that's something that I don't even think the producers thought at the time. Like, and I think he does a good job. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. Like, if that movie's made now, we're probably barking more about how this is not played by like a disabled character. Yeah. That said, I do think the character was pretty like well developed and pretty three dimensional. Yeah, I like how he has like a legit love story yeah you know and that to me is awesome like it's is a gimmicky a little bit at Mm -hmm. at the beginning but then it kind of um actually develops into something you're really caring about yeah they were really cute together where you even forgot a lot of times that that he he was disabled and i don't mean that in a way like oh that's better for us to see on screen like not at all but i'm saying it's it wasn't like so many times in these movies they play it up for the laugh yeah and i was just so happy that they they like weren't doing that, and we should mention his love interest is uh, Cassandra, played by Eva Amari. Yeah, he, yeah, who's uh, Susan Sarandon's daughter. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. I read that. I was like, oh, really? Wow, no idea when I first saw this. Yeah. and she's the only Jewish girl to ever attend American Eagle mm-hmm. High School, and she makes that very, very clear. She's the rebel, but I, I think she does a great job. Yeah, as well. Um, Patrick Wheeler, um, the son of Pastor Skipped. Pa- I, I don't never know how to say this guy's name. Patrick mm-hmm. Fugit? I think Fugit? that's right, okay. but I'm not totally <laughs> sure either. <laughs> I feel bad because um, my former podcast is P.S. I Love Hoffman, of Phillips from Hoffman Podcast, mm-hmm. so Almost Famous yeah. is a big episode for us. Yeah. And like, I, was, I was like the kid from Almost Famous, and even on that episode we were like, I hope that's how you say your last name, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a sweet, nice character. I don't know if he's like 100% developed. Yeah, but... <laughs> I think he was actually more of kind of a nothing character yeah. than the, the Macaulay looking <laughs> character. I mean, he's just like the nice, cute kid. Yeah, he served a purpose, but that's yeah. <laughs> Chad Faust. I don't. I'm not too familiar with his work, but he played D, uh, Dean Winters, who's Mary's mm-hmm. original boyfriend. Ends up that he's gay. Yeah. And it's a big crux in the movie. Obviously, Martin Donovan is Pastor Skip, and who else? Oh, Mary Louise Parker is. Mary's mother, and what's her name? Oh, Heather Matarazzo. Was that how you say her name? I think so, yeah. Yeah. She's in this, and she's awesome. I Princess Diaries. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Another Princess Diaries connection here. Oh, and I don't know if you read, did you know that Anne Hathaway was originally cast? I read that. Say. Yeah, and I was thinking, because did you see Ocean's 8? Yeah. So she's she's someone else who like gets cast, kind of um, cast as the good girl, but is such a good yeah. actress at playing the bitch. I think this would have, like allowed that transition a little bit earlier yeah because you know? she i think she left this to do ella enchanted which is like totally Very the opposite. <laughs> awesome, yeah. uh but uh, yeah no you're right i like when you see that side of anne hathaway not that mandy moore didn't do a good job but that would have been fun to see yeah but again we have a nice like a uh, princess diary connection mm-hmm. um so overall i think a pretty a pretty cool cast yeah i think so too that's one of the things that makes this movie um still seem so good that yeah. like, these actors are really doing a good job. It's not like they're not like mailing in parts where, look, some people like pass or skip is a little like, mm-hmm. but <laughs> no offense to that actor. Yeah. But it feels like you could have gone 
a lot of different ways with this movie where it could have been too cartoony mm-hmm. and it doesn't like it feels real i mean i don't know i don't want to put words in your mouth but that's how i felt yeah i think so too so a couple things i want to mention about the movie or, or scenes on high school slumber party i haven't really like made the list but we're kind of tallying this up and something i never realized until i started doing this project i guess is how many of these movies revolve around characters who have lost a parent yeah and this is another one too now the majority, like honestly, the majority of films that I've done have that, and it's like I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's just like this weird connection that I never noticed. Yeah, I never really thought of that before, but you're right. It's so common. <laughs> um, I mean, I want to jump into this. What do you think of the whole angle with like Dean Winters and Mary, and how he ends up being gay, and that whole, you know. Which is, again, one of the main cruxes of this Yeah. I mean, I thought the movie did it in a really interesting way where she feels, she does all these kind of mental somersaults to justify that, oh, this is what Jesus wants me to do. (laughs) Jesus wants me to have premarital sex with my boyfriend to basically cure him of being gay. Um, I do wish that the Dean character was a little more developed because we don't really know, like, we see him go along with this plan, but we don't really know if he thinks it will cure him or cure with quotations definitely um yeah or if he's just like trying to make her happy we don't really see his side of things no that that's true you're right because once he's shipped off we get like uh yeah we, one scene maybe two scenes yeah he was also like surprisingly happy to be <laughs> find out he's a, gonna be a father in like two days <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, and I'm sure you you know this, but, like, these, like, gay conversion places actually do exist, which is kind of scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my hometown, like, I don't know anyone who got sent to a conversion camp, but definitely, like, my hometown and my church were pretty homophobic, like, Mm. um, had a lot of friends who came out, not in high school, but in college or in early adulthood and got a lot of hate from their families and their community. Ugh, it's just, it's just terrible terrible then and it's terrible now you know what's funny because it reminds like this movie is still really topical yeah it is and that's that's one of the most brilliant parts of it i think like its subject matter is not dated at all Mm -hmm. which is great like not great (laughs) great for society but yeah (laughs) i need to clarify myself a lot on this podcast it's not like yes we're still having gay conversion no bad bad i want to be clear but Mm -hmm. it's great that one can still watch this movie and connect and be like, that's still going on, and, like, we need to do something about it, you know? Yeah. But you're right. Like, from the Mary side of things, though, I thought it was, like, a very interesting angle. She, honest to God, no no pun intended there, yeah. but she, honest to God, like, believes that, you know, oh, what is it, Jesus jumps in the pool to save her? It's not yeah. Jesus, but the guy <laughs> looks like Jesus, which I thought was funny. And it, it's played in a way where she, you know... It, that, like, and sex scene there doesn't feel, like, wrong at all to us. It's, yeah. Like, you get in the mind of her, like, you feel, not that, like, she, he needs to be healed, but you feel for her because she just wants to help him. Yeah, she's totally convinced herself that this is, like, the right and moral thing to do. And it's not because, like, she hates that he's gay or anything like that. Not like Hilary Faye. Like, she just... She, she just legitimately cares about him as a person. Yeah, and she's so deep in that she believes that if you're gay, you're going to hell, basically. Oh, man. Which is, like, so sad, but it's... Yeah. 
it's interesting to see her process throughout the film and like how she ends up really questioning her faith. Mm-hmm. Like this movie keeps surprising me because it's a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. It really is, yeah. So the place was called Mercy House uh, that mm-hmm. they were sending people, and I found it interesting that it wasn't just for kids who were gay. Yeah. It was also for like. Well, they were threatening to send her. Yeah, unwed mothers. Yeah, they had a whole list of people. Yeah, it was just like, oh. And like we said, these kind of places exist, which is really scary. Mm -hmm. We'll get back to this because it's part of the crux of the film. Another thing I want to talk about, though, is just Mandy Moore and the whole, the Christian jewels. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think of the Christian jewels, I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, like, pretty funny and realistic. Like, definitely, you mentioned your youth group being pretty clicky. Mine was also clicky, and (laughs) I don't think anyone went so far as to have a name and pins, but definitely there were were groups. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I, I thought... I know nothing about, like, Christian rock and Christian music. Yeah. I grew up Catholic, but this um, movie is, uh, like, non-denominational Protestant, I mm-hmm. think, like, something in the evangelical. That's what it seems like, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of, in college, briefly dabbled in, like, a non-denominational group, oh, really? and that was, I saw a lot in the movie that <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, I've definitely seen this, like, the Christian rock, the kind of eyes closed, hands up, swing, like... Mm. <laughs> Okay, I mean, then, then you're definitely a good source today, because, like, I know nothing <laughs> of that world except for, like, parodies of it, so. So did you find it, from your dabbling, did you find it to be pretty realistic, or? I, yeah, I, I mean, I, it is an exaggerated to some course, extent, yeah. but definitely there is a lot I recognized. It's amazing, I guess, to me, maybe not to a lot of people, but just, like, how much they're jamming to that Christian rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that terrible, but, but but it's not, like, I just I just know nothing of it, you know? Yeah. It's it's funny too, like again, Mandy Moore using her 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 singing, uh, her musical talents there. But um, I love their like look, and I say love like yeah. in parentheses, but it's so like <laughs> it's it's very good for that era. It feels yeah. like a girls' group of that era, but but talking to God. Um, Mary's on the keyboards, right? Yeah, initially, yep. and you have just like Hillary Fay, like how oh my God, I hate her so much. Like, <laughs> I hate her so much. She's so exaggerated, and everything's about her, but she says it's about god it's yeah. like ugh. you guys you have to see this movie and i want you to tell me what hillary like what hillary Fay makes you feel because i honestly think that even if you are christian and you have gone to a school like this and you do find some of the stuff potentially offensive well one i think you might connect with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but you know someone like hillary Fay, yeah and you don't like somebody like hillary <laughs> Fay. you know like i don't care how unholy that is it, it, it's true i love a good hateable character yes she is so much fun to watch. <laughs> and even that name, Hillary Faye. Yeah, it's such a good name. <laughs> just those double names, like. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. It's just the way, like, oh, Hillary Faye. And they, no one ever says Hillary. You can't yeah. say Hillary almost. And it, that's not a thing in the movie. It just no one says it. It's just Hillary Faye. Hillary Faye. Like, <laughs> oh, it's great. But at this whole. what I, It's like their first day of school, right? Or? Um. Yeah, well, I think it's it starts in the summer before and then they have their first day of school yeah and then the, that's when we i think i wrote this down that pa- does pastor skip do a flip when he goes onto the stage i think so he definitely <laughs> doing a lot <laughs> that might have been the most like unrealistic moment of the movie if he is but like i have seen this and i kind of looked online um 
look, I get it. I don't want to sound like a, a blaspheming person who's meant to be damned to hell today. <laughs> but, like, I get it. If you're, you know, into um, that type of Christianity, that guy probably seems cool because he's, like, <laughs> he uses a lot of, uh, like, lingo of the day. Yeah, like, it's very... <laughs> have you seen the, like, cool youth pastor meme? Like... It's very no, much that. Yeah, it's just like... Um, I think I'm going to post that. Then. <laughs> it, it's just people, like the joke where we're on Twitter where people are like, um, the good one is like, cool youth pastor, you know who has the real BD? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'll tell you what, that, that's a more, f- not maybe not subject matter, but that was, that's a more fun assembly than I ever experienced in high school. You know. <laughs> yeah, it made me think of... Um, in youth group, we went to these, like, diocese-wide, like, events um, mm-hmm. once or twice a year, and at one of them, they had a rapping priest. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was, like, the rapping priest and, and this guy, like, were, would be friends. <laughs> In, on the show, you see a lot of depictions of the cool teacher, like, religion aside. Yeah. And it's always, some, sometimes to me, like, you're trying too hard, dude. You're yeah. trying too hard. But I mean, most of the classmates there, at least, they seem somewhat engaged. Yeah, that's <laughs> something, I guess. <laughs> this character is interesting, and maybe I don't know if it's the performance or, or Pastor Skip. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the performance or what it is. Like sometimes I'm, I actually don't hate him, and sometimes I really, really do. He turns out to be an asshole at certain moments. Yeah, I'm, he's definitely an asshole, but I do think he has some moments where, like, you can see he's kind of grappling with like how to act yeah especially dating like mary's yeah. mom and stuff the one thing that like i was like okay this character does make sense is like he's truly grounded or he tries to be grounded in his faith yeah then that actually did give him some dimensions he wasn't just like oh, i'm the nice guy or, yeah. or you know i'm actually a hypocrite and i'm betraying all the rules like he really really like questioned himself i would argue he has uh, more dimensions in his character than his son yeah, I think I agree with that. <laughs> uh, when we meet, oh, I was, I'm just thinking, um, I keep wanting to say Kid from Almost Famous, Kid from Almost Famous. His character's name <laughs> is Patrick, Patrick Wheeler. Um, when we meet Patrick for the first time, it's 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 like piggybacking on this like cool Christianity thing, because yeah. he's like a skateboarder for Christ or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how he was introduced. Yeah. <laughs> like they have the music, and she looks at him, and she has this line where she says, a lot of the boys in my school look like NASA employees, but not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is honestly, like you're, I read that line, back too, <laughs> that is a really, really funny line. Yeah. And it's funny because in this environment, that guy is really cool, right? He skateboards, yeah. he has long hair. But if you put him in like a public high school or like in the inner cities or something, yeah, probably not as cool. No. <laughs> He's also a very like early 2000s cool. Like yes. he has that hair. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Skateboards. Yeah. Know. He ends up having a heart of gold, so we can't criticize him too much. <laughs> He's a little boring, though. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Um, but before we jump into like their romance and mm-hmm. what what happens with the pregnancy and all that stuff, uh, just to tie things up with the uh, the Christian jewels, <laughs> one scene I actually did like. So, I, you know, we're alluding to it though that Mary does get pregnant after mm-hmm. after having sex with her um, dean, 
And she, obviously she, she doesn't tell Dean because Dean gets shipped away. But um, I love, um, well, first, I don't love, but they kick her out of the Christian jewels. Yeah. But um, when Pastor Skip goes to them, and I, it's like, oh, I, I, he says something along the lines of, I feel like Mary's lost her way. Like, yeah. Do something about it. And like, <laughs> he says something along the lines of, like, do it subtly or do it like, you know. Yeah, he's like, can you just try to be there for her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm concerned about Mary. Something's going on. Yeah, me too. Well, she's part of your posse. And I think that you could help her. I'm going to need you to be a warrior out there on the front lines for Jesus. You mean like shoot her? <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was uh, thinking of something a little less gangster. I need someone who's spiritually armed to help guide her back to her faith. The love and care that only Jesus can supply. You down with that? Yeah, I'm down with that. She's pretty vulnerable right now, so I'm going to need you to be extra gentle. Hey, intervention here kidnapping no you are backsliding into the flames of hell you've become a magnet for sin we've all witnessed it sure veronica acting all pure what about last spring break at the promise makers rally huh oh my god you are making accusations as we're trying to save your soul mary turn away from satan jesus he loves you you don't know first thing about love i am filled with christ's love god you are just jealous of my success in the Lord. This is not a weapon, you idiot. And of course they come, so so Heather Faye has a van, and she kind of yeah. blames her, her brother, uh, uh, you know, her disabled brother for it, which is really dick. But they, the, exor- <laughs> the exorcist music plays, and they just like pick her up from the side of the road. Yeah, like, <laughs> they just like ambush her, drag her in the van, and do an exorcism. <laughs> Yeah, and oh my God, what is she? I wrote this line down, like when eventually when she like, it, when she like throws the Bible at her. Yeah, she's violent in this movie. Yeah, she is a violent yeah, person. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't write it down, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> Hillary Faye, she knows oh, what she's Hillary doing. Faye, yeah. I keep oh, I keep forgetting her name, Hillary Faye. <laughs> okay, so I looked up the line, and she says. I'm filled with Christ's love. And then she throws the Bible at her. It's just like, she's a mean lady. <laughs> okay, so just back to um, the Patrick and Mary romance or whatever it is. I mean, you mentioned he's, he's kind of a boring character. Um, we see her get pregnant. And this movie does a good job of like, it takes place over a year. Yeah. Really, right. And it doesn't it doesn't really drag. I feel like it didn't drag over that year. And we yeah. see her slowly. I like how she keeps trying to hide the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty much working, which is funny. Like she has that like Santa Claus outfit. That's before they do do the shopping spree. I definitely yeah. want to go into that. Um, I do like the give and take though between Patrick and Mary, and more from Mary's mm-hmm. angle. You know, he keeps wanting to go out with her, but I don't think it's in a creepy way. I mean, yeah, he like, seems. You know, he like will take a step back. Yeah, he's yeah. not like being pushy pushy he just yeah. he just likes her and um it's funny because she just keeps for 
what it's worth, I think kind of like making mature decisions here, you know? Yeah. Like, she's focusing on herself, which is great. Like, as she's having handling this crisis of faith, I think she showed, like, that's why I love Jenna Malone and this, like, this Mary character. I think she showed a lot of a maturity. Yeah. Know? Anyone in that position would feel, you know, scared and stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially, especially her, like, she doesn't have anyone, or at least she doesn't think she doesn't have anyone around her who is going to be supportive to this. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings up another relationship we talked about, Cassandra and Roland, who... Yeah. I, I love it. They start cutting class together and um, what they like, this, the whole cigarette angle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they're both equally become, like, badasses. Yeah, and they're kind of, like, trolling the, <laughs> <laughs> the pastor. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I think they're cutting class one day when they see... Um, Mary come out of Planned Parenthood. Yeah, which was another great line. Did what, you, what was her line? Where um, Cassandra's like, there's only one reason girls like Mary would go to Planned Parenthood. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Macaulay Culkin's character is like, she's planting a pipe bomb? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's like, there's only one reason Christian girls go to Planned Parenthood. And then it's like, <laughs> the pipe bomb line yeah. is great. Because I'm with Cassandra. I thought the same thing. And then I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so they discover it and i love how again they needle her a little bit but how supportive they end yeah. up yeah because she she has no one yeah i think the three of them are really like the strongest relationship in the movie absolutely yeah. it's really great too and, and again in my studies of high school films when we get like a uh a shopping spree Mm-hmm. scene like a shopping spree makeover yeah, scene yeah that was such a fun makeover scene because she's trying on maternity outfits yeah yeah which is great that's i'm never ever ever going to say no to that cliche yeah i love a nice makeover scene you know oh to be fair and i mentioned this on the breakfast club episode i don't like when it's a sellout makeover scene yes you know? true very clear mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is just a harmless um She's using Hillary Face credit card. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> outfits from Maternity Girl. Yeah. <laughs> and she's feeling good about herself. Is one yeah. important thing, which is which is why I do support the scene, and I think it was, I think it was super awesome. The one thing I was a little bit okay, this isn't great, is the whole. Um, well, long story short, if you haven't seen this movie, and you haven't seen this movie, you're not doing your homework. So watch this movie. But if you haven't seen this movie. It obviously goes with the whole back and forth between Mary, Cassandra, and whatever clique you want to call that. Mm-hmm. The rebels, will call them. Yeah. And then the uber-Christian um, side of things. The Christian jewels, really. Yeah. And it's just like a little back and forth thing where they're going after each other. The one move that I'm like, I don't know if I support this is when... Why, Macaulay Culkin, I keep forgetting his character's name. I know, name. me too. <laughs> his character's name is... Roland. Okay. okay. <laughs> when Roland's like, oh, she, you know, I'm not the only like messed up person in the family. And they, they have a picture of, I guess, uh, Hilary Faye from a couple years ago. It's like... Not cool with the body shaming here, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, that was one of the things that I thought didn't stand up either. No. What yeah. was good about it, I'm using quotation marks, or, like, thankful, I, I should say, I'm thankful for it, is that they didn't really, like, hit that home too heavy, like... Yeah, yeah, so they have, like, a photo of Hillary Faye a couple years ago, where she is fat and has, like, I think, like, headgear or something? Yeah, headgear yeah, and, like, and, like bad skin, yeah, and then they put those photos all around the school, Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, like, like, like you know, like not like. Come on. But I'll say, like, <laughs> you watch any movie from this era, and yeah. you're seeing a lot of that. So it's not like uh, un- completely uncalled. F- no, it is uncalled for, but it's not completely unheard of. I should say. Yeah. In that era, and like I said, th- it just goes on to the next prank after that. It doesn't become like the crux yeah. of the film. Yeah. Yeah. It it's over pretty quick. Yeah. And I do think it does kind of like hit home that Hillary Faye is someone who is putting so much effort into being like the way she projects herself yeah no and that that helps too like it did have a purpose yeah you know they shouldn't have used it to like shame her yeah but it's it's still like if we just saw that i wouldn't have as much of a problem with it if it wasn't used for laughs yeah exactly like like you realize you know how much of an image like this is like an all an image she's projecting Mm -hmm. you know but again that was pretty much now again i'm not i'm not a uh evangelical christian so but that was <laughs> for me that was like the most offensive thing in the movie and it was really like the only big yeah thing, me know? too yeah <laughs> but i'm sure again i'm i'm probably alienating my my hardcore right-wing base that i have <laughs> but again i, I really want to say this this is not a I'm, I'm probably gonna say this 10 times before we end this is not a like 100% like Christian bashing movie. Yeah, it's like bashing like hypocrisies yeah. in certain Christian communities. Yeah, because but, if you yeah. watch it to the end and if you have an open mind, you realize it's just people uh, coming to grips with their faith and not. I, I know uh, Roland says, like, oh, I'm not really a Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cassandra's Jewish, but I'm pretty convinced that at the end of this, Mary is still a Christian. Yeah, know? she's like, yeah, she's either a Christian or at least like an agnostic. Um, and then I think, you know, we see Mary's mom seems to have faith as well, and she's like a good character for the most part. Yeah, and yeah. Even, uh, even Dean. Uh, yeah, Dean is a Christian as well. He's Dean a, has a line, yeah, he says, I know in my heart that Jesus still loves me. Yeah. Which I think is a better, it's, it's a nicer message. Uh, a, a more realistic message for people if you grew up in this faith and, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to come to terms with it. And I don't think, I mean, again, I don't really want to get, like, preachy and religious on this yeah. podcast, but I don't think that if you come, if the whole time they're saying Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you for however you are, mm-hmm. you know. And I get that the Bible, according to the past, Pastor Skip here, I think it's like whatever, Pastor Skip here is like, there's no room for this in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice to see that if you do want to live your life this way, that there there can be an open mind. I, when I say this way, I mean Christian. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> <I know. laughs> this is an yeah. episode where you have to be very careful with what you say. If yeah. you do choose to li- uh, live a Christian life, then, like, I don't know, this movie shows you that there kind of is space for, like, that kind of love here. And, like, yeah, I thought and, that line was really touching. Yeah, and even um, Patrick's character is, like, he's a Christian who is his, he tells Mary, he doesn't believe his, he doesn't agree with his dad about, um, you know, Christians not being able to be gay, but he does believe in Jesus. And like, we don't really see any of his Christian skateboarding club, but <laughs> <laughs> they might be an okay group. You know? We don't know. Well, yeah, I think he implies he's like, yeah. Hillary, Hillary Faye, Faye asks him, um, 
oh, you know, what was it like in, you know, doing missions around the world? Yeah. And I think he says, I just kind of stuck to skateboarding. Yeah. They seem like more like a gimmick, like to get people like to come like, oh, look at these skateboarders and they're all Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what Hillary, Hillary Faye also asked him like, oh, how many people did you save? Which is oh, something I yeah. see, I did see a lot in evangelical communities. Like, oh, how many people did, have you saved? What does that exactly mean? Yeah, so, like, um, a lot of, you know, more evangelical communities believe that, like, you know, you have to, like, be saved by, except, you know, going through some sort of conversion process where you basically say, oh, I believe in Jesus now, instead of being, like, formally baptized and raised in the faith, mm. you just, like, experience So that's, I guess so, that, that was yeah. something I really didn't understand. Like, you can personally save somebody? It seems like yeah. it's more of a, a choice from yourself, not, like... Yeah, well, it's it's mostly like I guess like talking someone into it, oh. <laughs> like as we see Hillary Faye try to do or Hillary Faye try to do with um, Cassandra, like convince her to be a Christian. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's again, I think we see two sides of this. Again, it's a world that I really don't know, but two sides of of this potential Christianity, like a good and like loving side. And I think like you see that from Mary. Um, you see that from. Patrick, as you mentioned, and well, I don't want to, again put things into good and evil, but yeah. but you see uh, that definitely from um, honestly, most of the people in the film seem to be rather open-minded. But then you have like the pastor skips, yeah, who's, like teetering a little bit, but definitely, definitely Hillary, yes. Hillary <laughs> Faye is like the opposite of what like I would imagine a good like yes, good Christian on paper, but it doesn't it's hypocrisy point yes of. exactly <laughs> she, she's an absolute hypocrite like there's there's no way around it i mean so again these pranks i guess you can call them keep building until the whole big uh spray paint scene mm -hmm. which is hillary i mean it's really obvious that it's hillary faye framing uh mary and yeah uh, the whole bad gang and it ends up getting um cassandra expelled at the very least does mary get expelled there um, I don't think, I don't think no, so. No, because she gets, well, one, I think. Oh, no, they do find her out, though. They find out that she's pregnant. Yeah, that's the bigger Because they search there. her locker and they found the, find the sonogram. You, you know what's a little moment that I loved there? How that, um, I don't know. Yeah, she tried to keep her secret. Was she like a vice principal something or something? Something like yeah. that. Some sort she of She picks up admin. the sonogram, like you said, and she just is like, no, nothing here. I was like, oh, that's, you know, like, that's a nice moment. That shows that, like, the writing here is great because they're not depicting everybody at this school as, yeah. like, crazy. Like, that lady was totally going to help her out and hide it. And, of course, she drops it, so it's just a quick moment. But I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, her finding out the whole pregnancy thing was tough. What's really weird, and this is, like, the most bizarre or just backwards connection here, but I recently rewatched. American Vandal on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. I was watching them in the same day, so the fact that like okay. there's like both spray paint pranks at like a yeah. done it with spray paint, I was like, whoa, I, I hope when I'm doing this podcast that these things don't merge in my head. I'm still <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> we got another high school. Yeah. Uh, it was Hillary Faye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it was Hillary Faye. <laughs> well, I, American Vandal season two, I don't know if you've seen the trailer, is going to be at a Catholic school. Oh, really? Yeah, so that should be more like safe. Yeah. We're kind of merging <laughs> things here. You know, again, we all know Hillary Faye did it. There's not like a mystery yeah. for us, but it just sucks because she's added with the pregnancy and it creates a lot of strife. If we haven't been clear, um, Pastor Skip and Mary's mom at this point are like 
dating. Yeah, they have kind of a thing going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows, like, what they're doing. Um, but it's, it's clear that they feel romantically yeah. about each other. I think they say Pastor Skip, like, he's technically married, but, like... Yeah, he's, he's like, in the process of divorcing. Yeah, he yeah. even says, like, divorce is a sin, but, like, the wife doesn't live with them. Yeah. So I think she's on mission or something, I don't know. But um, that kind of creates a rift in in their relationship. But I this is where I was like, ooh, I do not like you, Pastor Skip, because it felt like he was forcing Mary's mom to yeah. send her to, to the uh He was basically Mercy like, house. send her to Mercy House or I'm dumping you. Yeah, which yeah. is like, oh my God. Have to say, though, side note, it was hard for me to root for them yeah. And root for their children to get together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mary's mom deserves better. <laughs> yeah. She she can definitely do better. She, yeah. She, for sure. But let's say they got together like that. I don't know. I know they're not technically related, but there's a little yeah. ick factor. I mean, that, that's very much like a, <laughs> to feel like a teen high school movie thing, too, because yeah, we got Clueless. Um, this is TV, not movie but gossip girl does this yeah, yeah. No, you're right you're right <laughs> riverdale does this yeah clueless is, is a big which is such here. a weird like the almost incest <laughs> trope. like why it, yeah. it, it is so bizarre <laughs> this kind of relates to my theory of dead parent mm-hmm. um that it's not something that they necessarily sometimes they use it as like a crutch to create some more drama but yeah. i think it's like oh we don't have to cast another actor we don't have to flesh out another actor yeah single parents and inevitably when you have single parents you could say i'm gonna build tension between two characters and we have less of a cast you know like yeah I don't care how creepy that's it is. true it does keep it they rarely rarely play off of, oh my god it's, it's a creepy element here just like something that exists yeah. where they just never touch and know? then when they do have you seen gossip girl <laughs> i am not caught I up on my gossip girl, love but... gossip girl but so <laughs> characters dan and serena find out their parents used to date and then their parents meet up again when they're in the same high school and they start dating and then eventually dan and serena find out they have a shared sibling that their parents had a child oh my goodness and put it up for adoption and That's then heavy. Oh. <laughs> but they kind of forget about it after a couple oh episodes goodness. and spoiler alert they end up together so. <laughs> is gossip is gossip girl done yeah it's been done for a while i just how love many, it yeah I, like, honestly, I'm not, <laughs> uh, how many seasons did it run for i think six wow. something like that i plan to do like a have some kind of break or even like a side show where i do tv shows but that's a lot of work to binge watch like i will say definitely like the first two and a half three are really solid and the last three are not that good. not surprising <laughs> but like again there's so many arguably more great or famous at least we'll say famous <laughs> high school tv shows than there are films yeah. But that's a lot of time watching episodes. That is episodes. true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm in season three of the OC. What's yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> no, but definitely, definitely want to check out Gossip Girl because that's a show like I, flipping channels, have seen here or there, mm-hmm. caught an episode. But I know that when it was on, it was like, yo, did you see yes. the last episode of Gossip Girl? What? You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy stuff. Um, just so what is her like nine months exactly is like right after prom yeah or something yeah but it's prom night of course <laughs> perfect timing yeah. um i did not again I, I did not go to a christian academy but like it's it's i can't imagine what prom is like there it seemed like like a regular prom yeah you know so i guess like it, it wasn't that different than a prom in another high school 
but I've never seen a prom on film from there. So, just, I, but they did have like a famous Christian rock band. Yeah, there, they like, did. Like, <laughs> like, these Christian rock bands again. Not, not to like go back to this, but like I was looking up, like they they sell a lot of records. Yeah, they have, like devoted fans. Yeah, it's a, definitely like a thing. Guys, like I know you know this, but like we we emanate from New York here, and it's. There are many, many Christians in New York, but Christian rock is not no. a thing. Like, there, there might be a Christian rock radio station. Yeah. I don't know it, you know? Like, Yeah, I remember um, when I was in this evangelical group in college, they would be like, be really emphasizing on the music, like, oh, what listen, music do you listen to, like, to get close to God? And what sort of Christian music do you like? And I was like, I love Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> Which... He, that's sort of Christian, right? Like he's, yeah, yeah, I mean, he sings a lot about, like, which, <laughs> but, but not which the same I thing. Didn't, like, I loved him. Loved him. And I did not realize that till like, maybe, like, two years ago. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, there's, like, a whole, like, yeah. connection here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. See, but if Christian rock is going to be like that... It's not, though. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm like, hey, you know what, I'm in, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> but I guess not. No, it mostly sounds like, I don't know, it's like a whole different genre of rock that's not popular anymore. Yeah, I mean, circles. I think it's similar to, like, the same sort of, kind of, like, Nickelback sort of uh. bands of the early 2000s, <laughs> just Christian. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it certainly does sound like, like, from what I hear, sound like that. Yeah. You know? I, but I wouldn't mind, like, a little... Well, as long as they're not like gay, people suck. And yeah. Like that, you know, so never mind. I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough about Christian rock. Maybe I'll listen to some after this podcast ends and and, and really figure out my opinion on Christian rock. <laughs> but uh, the prom is where um, first Hillary Fay gets discovered at prom, right? Like, because they 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 crash prom. They say we're gonna go yeah. anyway, and it's the whole. I mean, I thought that was like a cute scene, like the like the limo. And, and yeah, it's cute. And the whole click, I guess the band click plus uh, Patrick mm-hmm. go to prom. And no one seems to mind except Hilary Faye, obviously. That's where they out her. Because the one, uh, Heather... Heather. Um, yeah, Tia. Tia is her name. Thank you. Now we're getting <laughs> Tia. You could tell she's wishy-washy on the whole thing to begin with. She really wants to fit in. And once she's in, she's kind of like... Yeah, she's like, oh, Hilary Faye's... Not very nice. Yeah, kind of sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she finds a receipt in the van for like the spray paint. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets Hillary Faye gets outed and then completely, I guess, loses it. Um, yeah, which, which was a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> what is her line there? I wrote it down. I, like so, she ends up like smashing the van into the the big Jesus. Yeah. Thing. Oh. <laughs> and the head falls on her. <laughs> her <laughs> yes, car. the head of Jesus falls on her. But like when she's driving the van, she has a great. Great line. Oh, she says, like, I crashed my van. I wrote down, I crashed my van into Jesus, but I think she says that afterwards. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I did love also how um, when Jenna Malone's Mary finds out that she's pregnant, she goes and, like, says all these swear words, but the very last one she says is goddamn, because it's worse than fuck to say <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> wow, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So you have more insight than me. Is that true? Um, I mean, kind of, because, like, there's a lot of, like, oh, don't take the Lord's name. I get, wow, that's cool. That's awesome. (laughs) So I'm saying, like, if you you have familiarity with, uh, like, just evangelical Christian upbringing or any kind of Christian upbringing, Mm -hmm. you're going to enjoy this movie. It's only blasphemous, I think, to the Hillary phase of the world. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's fair to say. Don't be a Hillary (laughs) (laughs) That If you're going to take one lesson from this podcast today, (laughs) 
don't be a Hillary Fay. Yeah. Okay, so I found the line. She goes, Hillary Fay has is in the van. She goes, save the heathens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in that moment, I do feel a little bad for her because it's one of these like pressure situations. Yeah. That she just like. Ugh, you know, I I like to think that she's gonna be a good person. Yeah, this. you do really feel like she's like reached her breaking point, and it's. I am a little curious about what would come after. Yeah, no, f- for sure. Like we said, the Jesus head falls yeah. on her. <laughs> That's funny because they're painting it earlier in, in the film, and someone's like, "Oh, I didn't know Jesus was white," or something along the lines. I'm yeah, like, of course, Jesus is white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, did you know that originally when the director, writer wrote this film, he wrote this particular scene as, and I'm glad it didn't go this way, as Hillary Faye shooting up the school. I saw that in the IMDb notes. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, that would be t- too dark. Yeah, and I saw but another note that he wrote this right after Columbine. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, like, I'm glad he softened that because that would have yeah. been... Like, I would have gone, like, from smiling and laughing to, like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been two Heathers as well. Like, yeah. you want to make it a For little sure. different. Yeah, yeah, no. And, like, that, no. I mean, like, so I think it, this ending fits a lot more with the tone of the film. Yeah. My favorite part of the ending, though, is, like you said, she's having her baby mm-hmm. at prom. And they're like, only one person can go in yeah. the ambulance. <laughs> and I even forgot about the mom briefly because I'm like, Patrick wants to go in there, but also the father of the baby Dean wants to go yeah. in there. And the mom says, like, essentially, like, no, I'm coming here. Yeah. Which is a great little moment for the mom because she had lost, like, some faith in her mother as well because her mother, she, you know, I think it was a lot of Dean, uh, not Dean, uh, Pastor, Pastor Skip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a lot of Pastor Skip, but she was clearly like, you know, yeah. The relationship is really frayed. Mm-hmm. And the the mom there, she realizes, like, you know, this is my daughter, you know. this And then there's a nice, beautiful moment with the baby. And, like, you see, like, all the, quote-unquote, good characters are around her. And it's like, wow, this baby hit. And, like, her, she has, like, a family, like, a yeah. support system around her, which is, like, super nice. Yeah. And they're all, like, changed, but good, good people, you know? Cause, yeah. Oh, even... Because, like we mentioned, um, Dean comes to prom and he brings his like boyfriend, who he also meets at Mercy House, mm-hmm. which is a nice moment. Cause it's cute. He yeah. ends up happy too. I'm so glad it didn't play it off like that. He was converted and he wanted her back or something. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, that'd be terrible. Yeah. It, it was. Is it like maybe too convenient of an ending? Maybe, but who cares? It yeah. was fun. <laughs> like it was. It was. It was really nice. Well, what did you think of the ending at all? Um, I I think it was good, but there is such, like, a tonal shift from being, like, a really hilarious satire to be, like, really earnest. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the, like, I hear you there. Like, the one thing for me with that, like, where it doesn't bother me as much is that, like, at the end of the day, they're all, like, trying to be good Christians. Yeah, I don't know how else they would have ended it. And I do, like, like, it ends on a note where, like, that, yeah, that, we keep saying this, but, like... <laughs> Christianity can work for some people. Yeah, it doesn't no, have to be. I think terrible. maybe the people yeah. who would hate this movie more are people who really, really dislike you know Christianity and all its principles, and they mm-hmm. wanted it maybe to be more of like a yeah. fuck you satire than mm-hmm. than something that was like a light satire, you know? Yeah. But it really, yeah, it really, like I said, it's a very convenient tie it with a bow, heartwarming ending it's not like they all go back to god though like, no you know, we don't know what happens there but no but i mean that that's a really good point it does there is 
a tonal shift. I don't think it's out of left field, but it's certainly like very hunky different. Very Christian. It feels very yeah. Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Um, so anything else you want to mention about... Um, I did write down this line that I loved where Mary's mom is like, having a child is like owning a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, but then she goes into it. She's like, you know, you can change the oil. You can like <laughs> fill up the gas. But if the engine breaks, you need to call on the professionals. And I was like, actually, I kind of follow that. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the professionals are not... Um, yeah, Mercy not Mercy and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and um, something I noticed, I loved just like every detail was so thought out. Like Hillary Faye's license plate says JC Girl, and mm-hmm. you see like um, once Mary, I keep forgetting Mary's mom's name, but once Mary's mom starts dating, uh, dating Pastor Skip, she's like painting, g- giving herself a cross manicure, and like we see Mary has a poster in her bedroom that says like believe in miracles with a kitten (laughs) just every little detail you see like a diorama on creationism in the back of the classroom the way the school is decorated yeah every little detail in the background is so thought out this is a true high school film we do a lot of films on here that are just like about high school kids and like one or two scenes in high school but this one is actually uh does a good job of depicting an, an actual high school. Another detail, um, you mentioned like the bumper sticker. I liked um, Cassandra's bumper sticker. I wrote that on too. <laughs> <laughs> one, the, the gefilte fish one. That was the great. Jesus fish. Yes, that was great. <laughs> oh, and I, Cassandra's introduction I loved where um, she the, parks the car and like throws out a course like can and a 20 cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hillary Faye is like, secondhand smoke kills. And she's like, I'm counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Cassandra Hillary Fay rivalry. Is, that was a is lot a of fun. One, which is like when Cassandra starts speaking in tongue. Who wants to come down here and give their heart to the Lord? Who wants to start the year off right and get saved? A lot of temptations over the summer. I bet some of you folks backslid just a little. Who wants to recommit themselves to the Lord? There we go. All right. All right. She's going to show her boobs. After that? Yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> so there anything else that you wrote uh, down? Anything cool you want to mention of Saved? Let, let's try to get saved watched by this yeah. next generation. Well, something that I was thinking about, because I was like, why isn't this movie um, more 
remembered and then I was looking it up and it came out like three weeks after Mean Girls mm. and I think it maybe got a little overshadowed by that because it is kind of similar tone like a teen comedy satire absolutely yeah. no that's a really really good point I didn't realize that that's that's a really good point I mean certainly Mean Girls is going to win over this film yeah. in terms of stay power and like this film has like 60% on Rotten Tomatoes by critics and I think that's a little too low I think it's a little better yeah. than that. 74% audience, and again, what does the Rotten Tomatoes thing matter? <laughs> but 74% audience just shows there's a, there is a little bit of a jump with people who see the film. And for a film that like could, could have a lot of backlash, yeah, it's not bad at though all. I do I do wonder with the Rotten Tomatoes score, because I was looking online, and there's not a big digital presence, but the ones that are are some Christian publications being like, do not watch this oh, movie. Really? It's oh, terrible. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> then it could be So that lot. might be why it's so low. It's like, you know, Christianity Today reviewer. It, it could be a lot better then. So we've done some movies that come, came out this year. We've done some classics like The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. This is a, These are the kind of films that I really want to do too that are what I would call like a hidden, it's a hidden gem, you know? Yeah. A hidden Christian jewel, if you will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a hidden gem film. I don't, I don't know if a lot of people really saw this film. And, yeah. And I want them to. You know? Yeah, though I, I was surprised because I did tweet, like I tweeted a couple screenshots that I loved and they got like a decent amount of likes so oh, I'm like awesome. oh I guess people I wasn't the only one who saw this movie but that, that's great because I'm not bragging about the podcast itself but I'm more about like this is what I wanted to do here I wanted to bring up some films that people were like oh yeah yeah I love that film I just never talked about it with somebody you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I think also um not to be too like millennials but um for me I saw in high school, this was, like, you know, before smartphones and stuff, and I lived in a small town, so I had nothing to do. So I saw, like, every teen comedy mm-hmm. released between 2004 <laughs> and 2008. <laughs> I think it's something that people in our rough age range, like, saw so many movies. For sure. And, and, and you yeah. had a good point. Like, it, we had AIM and stuff, right? But, like, yeah. there wasn't really a f- too much of a format to share Mm-hmm. things or like go viral like twitter or like uh instagram or facebook in terms yeah. of like, i just saw saved you gotta watch this yeah and was myspace around yet it might have been probably yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh <But> yeah. MySpace. <laughs> i really want to i don't know if it's still around you know what we're live on the air i'm gonna see if my space is still around i think it, it kind of is but it's not the same and <laughs> no one's on it i am definitely going to create a high school slumber party in my space Oh, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) We're bringing MySpace back. (laughs) Uh, That's what we should do with everyone being like, oh, we need to leave leave Twitter. All the Nazis just all go back to MySpace. Hell yeah. I mean, MySpace, if you think back, it was so like clunky, like for lack of a better word, like all those backgrounds you could use. You could really personalize it. I never actually had one. I was the right age to have one, but I used all my... Uh, limited computer time for fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, no, I don't think I had a MySpace. I might have had one briefly. Please do not find it if I do, guys. <laughs> but I just remember, like, seeing people's, and they would have just, like, a lot yeah. of graphics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. What I don't like there is you could rank your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, enough. There's two ways you could rank your friends back then, and I didn't have either of these things. You could rank them on MySpace, or there was one of the cell phone plans where you had, like, MyFive. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you're not in my five. Ooh, yeah, I might be in your five, but you're not in my (laughs) five. 
<laughs> I totally forgot about that till now. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely have to check out, though, some of the uh, Twitter things you post posted on, on Saved. And, yeah, I can't wait. Again, I can't wait to people rediscover this film. Anything yeah. else you want to mention on Saved in particular? Um, I don't think so. Just that I really liked it and everyone should watch it. Yeah, so at the end of our discussions, I always uh, rank the film from one to five. But we have to pick something in the movie. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about this. Oh, and this isn't a... Now that you say this, I'm like, oh yeah, we should mention that this Jesus Christ Superstar scene oh, where yeah. she's like, that talk about being hung on the cross. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking like sexy Jesuses. <laughs> Great line, honestly. Or giant Jesus statue or billboards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's, let's, I don't want to rank it on Jesus itself, so we'll, we'll rank on the giant Jesus statue. Yeah. Giant Jesus billboard. Jesus billboard. <laughs> so on a scale of one to five, how would you rank this film? I'd give it like a four or a four and a half. Like there are a couple notes I have watching it in 2018, but overall I think it really holds up. I mean, we've talked about films made, not going to call you out, Kissing Booth, but made <laughs> this year that were like, I can't believe some of this stuff was written and produced Mm -hmm. this year so if all the things in saved that are like a little bit dated are are not uncommon for the era at all if anything Mm -hmm. like some of them are like better for the era you know like if you compare to american pie yeah (laughs) so um i'm gonna give it a four and i think it is a solid four and it's it's a movie you should definitely watch because it's this is one of these hidden gems and Mm -hmm. i i think your theory might be right with the mean girls thing yeah i think that would make sense. Well, I was trying to figure oh, We ranked it on the Billboard Jesus. Yes. <laughs> so four Billboard Jesuses for me, four and a half Billboard Jesuses for you. That makes sense. The head falls off, so we'll say. Yeah, that's the half. <laughs> <laughs> four Billboard Jesuses and one headless yes. Billboard Jesus. So pretty good reviews for Saved here. So Erica, I, I have you on here, so mm-hmm. I want to ask about some other things. Yeah. But I always ask my guests this, and I can't believe I forgot it. Mm-hmm. You're in the slumber party. Oh, yeah. What sleeping bag are you bringing on? Oh, man. Well, th- I don't know. So when I, I when I was in high school, my parents were really into camping, so I always had really industrial heavy So you, duty ha- you had the legit sleeping, sleeping bags. bags that I was always very embarrassed about because they weren't <laughs> cute. <laughs> so so I would want... Sleeping bag was like a like a huge yeah. Bag. It was like, like one of those mummy style <laughs> ones and like forest green. Yeah. But you can you can rewrite that. Here, yeah, you know? I think can, to make up chance. for that, I would want like the pinkest, cutest, <laughs> most sparkly sleeping bag I could find. Awesome. Uh, that's sounds great to me. Always like a, a nice pink sleeping bag. <laughs> Very popular on the show, but but why wouldn't you have one? Yeah, it, it's great. So. um... One of the things I wanted to ask you about, too, I recently saw that you, I, I guess, interviewed uh, Shannon Pert yeah. from Sierra Burgess is a Loser. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the film yet, but I've always, I've always liked her, so, I mean, what was that like? That was Yeah, so cool. she was, yeah, it was a phone one, because she was in Georgia, where mm-hmm. she she still lives with her parents, because she's, oh, wow. she's really young, you know, she's uh, 19 or 20. I don't um, know, I just feel like you're yeah. in something I know, you're, you know, you yeah. live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I gathered, like, when she's filming, if she's filming on location in LA, she's living in LA, but when she's not, she's with her parents. Yeah, she was super sweet, and, like, the movie, I think, is not getting great reviews, and I thought it was... It was pretty good, but it's definitely not as good as To All the Boys I've Loved Before. But I think she's just, like, as an actress, I think she's so charming and so likable and personable. And, like, as a 
celebrity. She's so thoughtful and like is really trying to use her platform for good. So yeah, no, and I, I read the article. I thought it was awesome, and she seems like a awesome. I want to see her. Yeah, more I hope she star has like a huge career and stars in many many movies. She could have easily been just like Barb, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. I was super excited to see her in this. I was, I'm was i a little sad. Like, and I haven't seen it yet. But I'm a little sad that it is getting mixed reviews. It seems like... Well, I'll ask your opinion. Have you? Are you caught up on the Netflix teen things? Or have you seen I've them? seen... So I've seen some of them. I saw Tell the Boys Love Before, and I saw um, Set It Up, mm. and Sierra Burgess, but I haven't seen um, The Kissing Booth. Good. Good. <laughs> and um, is there another one? There might be, I think I'm there's sure, one there more are, I haven't co- seen. They like they secretly release one every month. Yeah, <laughs> it's impossible. I always say like I'm if I want to do every high school film, thank you Netflix. I'm going to be doing this till I'm 40 or 50 mm-hmm. because they release one every month. And when they do really bad, they don't even promote it. Yeah, like, <laughs> sneak it in there. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like I I find them randomly sometimes, and then we'll we'll do some of them. I, I can't promise we'll do all of them, especially at the end. They're gonna do one a month for the rest of eternity. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, and I discussed this um, on a previous episode. I'm not sure what their end game is with this, or like. I don't even really know how Netflix makes money. (laughs) Yeah, I I get subscriptions, but I don't know why they have to keep. Yeah, well, I was reading about. I think they've they've they can tell from like their streaming data that people watch a lot of rom coms, so they're like, we're just gonna make a lot of rom coms. They're really really pushing it. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and Sierra Burgess, I haven't seen yet, but it Mm -hmm. seems like it's falling somewhere in between the Kissing Booth, which a lot of people liked, but was not great. You know. Yeah. And uh, to all the boys loved before, which is. Amazing. Yeah, I yeah. would put it between Set It Up and Tell the Boys I Love Okay, before. and I gotta see Set It Up, so. You know, I'm, like, that doesn't mean don't watch a film, guys. Like, that, that was that's one thing I do want to get across. Yeah. Like, definitely read uh, Erica's article. Thanks. But definitely, like, just, just watch the film and give it your own opinion. Yeah. Like, I know I read the Rotten Tomatoes ratings on here, and you could see the stars <laughs> on Netflix, but th- there are plenty of films that you're going to like that a lot of people aren't going to like. And I think, she, like, she is the best part of the movie, so if you liked her as Barb, or if you saw her on Riverdale and liked her as Riverdale, like, you know, if, watch it for her. <laughs> like. So if you're a fan of hers, you'll, you'll yeah. enjoy that aspect of it. Or, um... The whole cast is really good, I think. Just a few script story issues. <laughs> yeah. But overall, like, you know, I'm, I'm glad I watched it. I will probably end up rewatching it at some point. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely going to check it out. I'm probably late to the game already, as I'm late to the game with every Netflix film. <laughs> but whatever. It is what it is. Really quickly, what are some of your favorite uh, high school films or teen yeah, films? Yeah, uh, definitely Clueless. Um, Clueless is coming up a yeah, lot. Yeah, Mean here. Girls, Heathers. Um, Heathers, yeah. Yeah, what are some more? I was trying, What are some more that I mentioned? Oh, um, the perfect... Uh, <laughs> I mentioned the perfect score, the perfect score which yeah. I feel like might not hold up because I haven't... I probably haven't watched it in 10 years, but it's a SAT heist movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's like goes in the same... I think it's almost the same as Save because I think it came out around the same time. Yeah, it was around it, I like sometime like between 2004 in, and 2008. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel yeah. like it was when I was in high school. <laughs> and it was a film that I saw once then, and I haven't seen since. So. Yeah. I mean, you, you had a pretty good list, and you have an open invitation to come back on the High School Slumber Party Great. and discuss one of those films, or another film, or whatever. <laughs> but like, there were some on your list that only you have picked. <laughs> so I was like... This, uh, this is the person yeah. we need to discuss it with. <laughs> Forgotten Just, Gems from yeah, 2004, yeah. 
Erica's forgotten gems from, <laughs> from a very specific era. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I love those because they're, they're forgotten gems from my era mm-hmm. and from your era, obviously. So it's it's definitely things I'm looking forward to re-exploring. So Erica, thanks for coming on. Um, where can people follow you or read your stuff? Or... Yeah, um, so I'm Erica Wynn on all social media, E-R-I-K-A-W-Y-N-N. Um, and then I'm writing on bus like multiple times a week. So bus.com. Yeah. Awesome stuff. And, you know, like I said, really appreciate it. You're someone I definitely want to have on since day one. Cause I've read your stuff for at least a couple of years now. And thank you. Again, very, very thankful you came on and you saved me and you <laughs> saved the, maybe you saved the movie saved, you know, maybe you're, you're going It does to... make, rewatching it made me want to, like, write about it, so. You should, you should. I gotta see if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> get, get the approval, bring it back together, we can make people watch saved, and just give us their opinions, so if you want to tweet at Erica, if you want to tweet mm-hmm. at me, at HS Slumber Party on Twitter, or, or wherever, let us know what you think is saved. If you're an evangelical Christian and you think this movie like completely destroys your religion, let me know, because again, I don't have that perspective. And <laughs> let me know if, if you know you hate Christianity and you think this movie's too nice to it. You know, It's not easy to tackle religion in a film. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's why this is so good, because it, it does it with nuance while also being hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I 100% agree. So, Erica, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. So great having Erica on. She was awesome. I loved talking about Saved. I want you guys to, like, get the word out. Tell people about this movie. I think it's a forgotten one. And I think if you haven't seen it, you have to see it. And if you have a friend who hasn't seen it, tell them they have to see it. Look, is it the greatest movie in the world? No. But it's pretty awesome. And it deserves to be in the conversation for funny teen films of like that uh time frame or even that year it's one of the better films that year i think eric is definitely right with the whole mean girls thing and how that potentially like overshadowed it but time has come to revive saved so your homework for next week first of all get john cusack not to block us that would be nice if you're not familiar john cusack blocked us on Twitter, like, week three of the podcast, and I just ask for an extra credit assignment that, I don't know, shoot John Cusack a message, tweet at him on Twitter, and get him to unblock us, because we like Cusack here, and we don't want to be on the outs with him. I just feel weird about that. Your other homework is to watch the film. It's a new film, 2018, but you can rent it. Rent it, like, on... I'm sure it's in, like, all the rental... Do they still have Redbox? There's apparently, like, one Blockbuster still open. But you want to rent it on demand, like, on Amazon or wherever. Video on demand. I don't know. It's your choice. But the film is Summer of 84. The sheriff's office reports they're likely looking for a white male. Preferred targets appear to be males aged 12 to 16. It's a serial killer. The Cape May Chronicle received a letter from an individual calling themselves the Cape May Slayer. There's a serial killer on the loose. What else could possibly be this exciting? Incoming titties. 12 o'clock. Guys, Nikki Keshuba. Scientifically the perfect woman. Huh. Better view of my room than I thought. Sweet dreams. 
Emergency meeting. Treehouse. Now. Mackie is the Kate May Slayer. Mackie's a cop with a sick reputation. Isn't counting on us. That's blood. David. Hey. Guys, I'm freaking out, okay? Relax. You look like you're 30. It's gonna be fine. Now go. You're gonna get caught either by Mackie or your dad. I know I'm right about him. That doesn't prove anything. Are you with me? I don't want anything bad to happen to you. We're trying to save people. Yeah, well, you're not. Guys in the station are gonna love this. <laughs> Just let it go. Sorry again that you're uh, grounded. Let's see if I can get you out of this house. No hard feelings. You were wrong. You were wrong about everything. guests next week will be two returning guests. First of all, the Godfather himself is set to return to the slumber party, come back, bring a sleeping bag, and have a good time. Joey Lewandowski will be on the podcast, and he'll be joined by Alexandra Schroeder, who is on our very popular My Friend Dahmer podcast. So excited to talk to the two of them. So excited to get into that slumber party room with them and just just chat about this new film that, I don't know, I didn't expect to do so many 2018 films, but they've been good this year. We've had some good high school films this year. Definitely happy about that. Don't forget, guys, to like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, comment. Let me know that you're out there. Let me know that I don't just do this show um, in the comfort of my living room just to myself. No, no, no. I know you guys are listening. I hope. No, no, <laughs> no. but let me know you're there. I love your comments. I love your feedback. I am always posting on there. That class participation grade needs to go up. Also, you can listen to this show and all the other Cage Club Network shows on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, really. Or at cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Make sure to leave a comment on these, uh, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play places. That really, really helps get the word out there about High School Slumber Party. But tell a friend. That's like the best way to spread the message. Old school. High school style. Pass a note. Tell a friend. Speaking of cageclub.me, I've recently been on a couple things, actually. I was on a Cage Club rewatch for Nicolas Cage's metal and awesome new film, Mandy. You want to check that out for sure. And I'm going to be on um, some Wistful Thinking episodes going forward, but I'll announce those on my Facebook. The Craft being one of them. And The Craft is awesome, by the way. Very cool high school film. Very October-y and Halloween-y. And I helped very small role in it, but I helped co-create another Wistful Thinking program called What Am I Chewing? It's exactly as it sounds, and you definitely want to listen to it. So this week, I leave you with a song that's also on the soundtrack, but a song I kind of like, Depeche Mode's 
personal Jesus. How appropriate. Later, dudes. Go.